ATB. Music Podcast. Hello, Orpington. With a green calling. Hello. It works. These are the results from the Hither Green jury. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Gosh. The one there's a one take. It'll probably cut out halfway through, but you know. Well, let's we can, see. but give it a try. Uh, this is. Um, hang on. Let me just. Um, can you hear me? Okay, because it looks. You look much clearer yes. than I do. Oh, cool. Right. I'm just going to shut the door. Go to the fridge, grab a beer, and I'll be right back. But you carry on. Okay. I'll carry on without you. I'll, 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 I'll tell people what it's about. Go on. Hello, podcast world. We're back. <laughs> yes. You thought you could get rid of us. But no, you can't. See, last year, the excuse for not podcasting was we couldn't get together. This year, well, <laughs> apparently, it's the excuse to get together. Excellent. Who'd have thunk it? Hey, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? So uh, the excuse is to get together. What a crazy world. Everything has been turned upside down. But we're still here. But we still have music. Yes, we have music. Uh, and six albums again. Wow, here we go. we're going mad. So we have new albums from The Boomtown Rats, uh, Mandy Moore, um, Porridge Radio, Stitched Apart, Brandy Clark, and Nova Twins. Uh, so, without further ado, I suppose, let's uh, get in there with the seventh studio album from the Boomtown Rats. Um, <laughs> however, they're first in a mere 36 years, uh, since 1984's In the Long Grass. Wow. Uh, yeah. Is it a welcome return from the Boomtown Rats or not, Peter? Um, yes. Yes, it very much is. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this album. And uh, for me, the um, I think what I really enjoyed much about it was that it, it could it, – it's a very modern record. Um, and I, I, I realize that's probably the most unmodern and cool thing I've said so far this year. But uh, it, it could be recorded – by a much younger band. Um, it has a different mix of genres. And you, from what you have said, it starts in a very sort of traditional where I expect the Boomtown Rats left off. Um, yeah. But actually by the end of the record, there's a lot more uh, of a modern sort of production and um, it, it definitely becomes more of a pop record towards the end as well. Um, with the exception, I think, of the last track, but which is it is a fine, just sort of knockaway track called "The Boomtown Rats," which um, is amazing. You know, uh, it took, took, takes all that time just to get round to to that uh, joining that yeah. uh, that sort of plateau of bands that have recorded a track which uh, references the name. There aren't that many. Uh, look it up. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's um, 
it's it's a very I, I found it a very enjoyable record, very quick record, uh, as as are a couple on this podcast, which is uh, just as well really, because even though we're all sat at home, it feels like I have no time for anything. <laughs> so, so who's zooming who, Pete? Who's zooming who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Between the zooms, there isn't much time for listening to music, but hey, uh, it's a whole new world. Um, so I, I really enjoyed really enjoyed the record. Um, from the off, I really like uh, particular tracks. I liked um, uh, KISS. Uh, here's a postcard. Uh, earlier on, uh, Trash Glam Baby. As I said, nice nice sort of rude welcome back. Uh, but followed very quickly by things like Sweet Thing and Monster Monkeys, uh, which were you know sort of set the tone for the album. Uh, as I say, it sort of it does switch to what felt like more of a pop production about halfway through. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed this record. How about yourself? Uh, less so. Ah, well, that is a shame. Well, it makes a change for us to disagree on something. Well, Actually, it's, it's, it's like I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see me doing the, making the faces when you're, when you're, when you're praising it. <laughs> um. I, you know, it, it, don't get it wrong. It, 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 it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. But I mean, for me, um, I strangely found it kind of, obviously it's very derivative of lots of things. Um, although bizarrely not particularly of the Boomtown Rats, which is quite interesting. Um, and for me, strangely enough, it did sound like a bunch of old men trying to make a now sounding record. Um, although, although you are right in the fact that it does, succeed in sounding like a now record rather than something um old so i kind of found it hard to find any charm in the record particularly uh, what, what it did do was it made me go back to listen to the first couple of boomtown rats albums again um and obviously which is never a good idea because obviously after doing that yeah playing this makes you kind of want to cry frankly um however i do think in the middle of, you didn't actually mention this track but i think in the middle of the album there is a track that is really really good and reminded me of both how great the band were in the past and how good a lyricist Geldof is capable of being and that was passing through which is the song uh which seems to be really about about his, the death of his daughter I found that quite quite a nice quiet a moment on the al- album and quite quite a moving um, thing because that's cause yeah. I think it's got that line where it's um, uh, we take these rented songs and render them immune to loss or pain we just pretend it's all the same which I thought was not a nice kind of uh, thing so and it, so you know it's it's okay but seriously no one in five years ten years twenty time is going to be sticking this album on i don't think no yeah okay i think i think on that we can agree but um i thought it was all right well you know i don't bring grisham coming back well clearly not <laughs> you know a mere a mere 36 years as well it's like you know yeah what have they been doing the whole time well yeah <laughs> well yeah Exactly. Exactly. Less said about that, the better, probably. Yeah. Um, Moving on. So we move on. Yeah, move on to Mandy Moore. And actually, someone else who's taken a while to also her seventh studio album. Yeah. Um, however, it's only her first in in uh, eleven years, not thirty six years. So you know, got some way to go really to catch up with uh, the rats on um, that front. Um, 
funny enough, her last album, Amanda Lee, came out at the same time she married Ryan Adams. Um, it's interesting that it's taken to now for another album to come out. Um, this album, like her previous album, was mainly co-written uh, with a guy called Mike uh, Viola and also her current husband, who is the front man of Doors, Taylor Goldsmith. Um, Viola is an interesting person because he also uh, was the person who sang uh, the song The Thing That You Do from the Tom Hanks film, um, which came back into the news this week because the guy who wrote the song, um, uh, Wayne bassist Adam yeah. Schlesinger, unfortunately died yeah. of coronavirus this week. Um, oh. That's a sad moment. Um, but anyway, on, on this album, I mean, Moore's last couple of albums have, have musically have been pegged her firmly in that kind of 70s singer-songwriter folk-pop music-influenced kind of vein, uh, which appeals to me, generally speaking. And um, I think it's fair to say this album pretty much sits firmly in that kind of uh, area once again. Um, and I have to say, for me, the first half of this record was pretty much faultless. I mean, it starts off really, really strong with... Um, I'd rather lose and then save a little for yourself. And then the third song, 15, I think is one of the standout tracks of the album. Really, really lovely song. Has a very much um, kind of Fleetwood Mac kind of feel to it, which I think several of the tracks on the album have that kind of 70s Fleetwood Mac kind of vibe going on, particularly like Easy Target and stuff like that. Um, second half is probably not quite as good as the first, first, first half, but I quite like some of the songs, particularly Forgiveness, um, which is definitely uh, seems to be reflecting on her marriage and relationship with the aforementioned Mr. Adams. Um, I pick up the line in that, that forgiveness is not a favour and sorry is not just a word. We won't be friendly later in spite of what you heard, which I quite like. Mm. Um, and I also liked towards the end of the, the album as well, stories reminding me of myself, which I thought... My, my, reminding myself of me. Sorry. Um, so overall, I thought it was, you know, quite laid-back, 70s, West Coast tinge, folky pop goodness, really. Enjoyed it. Yeah. No, likewise. Um, for me, I, I listened to this album immediately after another one, which we haven't mentioned yet. Um, so it wasn't much of a change of pace for me, uh, those two yeah. albums back-to-back. But um, what, I, what I found about this, what I, it, that there is something – yeah, very much more laid back about this particular record versus the other one. Um, so, yes, you still have the emotion running through. I particularly like Try My Best Los Angeles. That did make me smile. Um, that screams single, that song, doesn't it, really? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it, it really does. So, I, again, I, I quite liked the sort of reassured poppiness of, of that and, and a couple of the other tracks. But it, it has... Um, this album has quite a warmth to it. Um, not necessarily, well, yeah, some, some, some plus spots lyrically, but it has quite a warmth to it in terms of the sort of, again, the production is what stands out for me. And, and that's sort of, it's a very easy listening. And I mean that in the most positive way, uh, kind yeah. of record. No, I, I, I really, I, again, this is probably one of my favorites of this particular set. Um, if I, if I'm honest, so yeah, quite like this one. Okay, moving on, and uh, actually, what's good about this, this this particular selection of records, actually, there's, there's we've got quite an interesting uh, 
mixture of genres actually in this particular yeah podcast so so next up is a a young brighton band called porridge radio and their second album called every bad um and so so indie yeah Indie, indie, indie. What, UK indie. What I like about this particular podcast, with the exception of the Boomtown Rats, is it's all female-led as well. It is indeed. Yes, so wasn't intentional when I was pulling it together, but it was only, only when I finished doing it, it was like, oh no, it's all women, isn't it? <laughs> but, and, and, um, and again, I think what I really liked about this album, it really was a, a slice of classic indie. It sort of took, takes you back to to the sort of early nineties. Um, you know, not quite shoegaze, but it's, it's you know, quite, quite nice. Again, solid in the best sense, indie record. Um, what I really liked about about this, it, it kind of, for me, it reminded me, we, we on the last podcast, um, we did um, Soccer, Soccer Mummy. Um, this, yes. This isn't Soccer Mummy. Um, Soccer Mummy was very different. Uh, this is a sort of a bit more of a classic laid back sort of indie. Uh, but the two actually very similar in terms of, era or genre um certainly era and uh, i really liked again it sort of moved through a different sort of uh, feel of indie uh, so it began very sort of straight down the line um born confused into sweet but actually mm. by the time we got to you know final third of the album the of pop song obviously um but again it's sort of lilac and circling and then circling has that little bit at the end that sort of goes there's a bridge between circling and the final track um which is called something because that's exactly what it is um i I found again it sort of has that sort of pop feel it kind of brings draws you in it was again a very easy record to listen to i've I've had this one on probably the most of the the current selection Uh, um really enjoyed this particular record as well what do you think yeah yeah, and no, I agree. It was, like, I thought it was very, very, very much a kind of old-fashioned indie vibe to it. Um, and actually, parts of it made me think back to um, even further than you. So, but, you know, made me think back to the first kind of Joy Division album and yeah. early fall stuff. But there's also, you know, PJ Harvey, Nick Cave, all that kind of influence coming through as well. Yeah. Um, Although I think the album is, I think, as you've hinted, much more than, than some of its influences. Mm. And it's quite a heavy and dark record in a lot of ways. Yeah. With um, lots of repeated phrases lyrically and musically. And it's one of those things I was thinking, this is the kind of thing that could either leave you feeling really, really annoyed or it ha- or alternately ha- has a kind of hypnotic pull. And it was definitely the latter for me. Um, I've, I found that singer-songwriter, guitarist uh, Dana... Margolin, um, you know, seems to be wringing literally every last drop of emotion out of herself singing this collection of songs. And the first time I listened to it, I actually felt quite exhausted at the end. <laughs> I was kind of so, I, I felt so involved in the kind of the kind of the journey. Um, um, and so they mentioned things like sweet and pop pop song, pop song, which is not really a, is not very much of a pop, pop song. It has to be said, no. but I did like the kind of line in that, take me back to bed, shoot me in the head, you know. Yes. Um, um, and even I'm born confused is that the, the, I really like the way at the end she has that bit where it says thanks, thanks for leaving me and then after that you get thank you for making me happy repeated by the band over and over over again until it kind of fades out which I thought was quite um, quite fun um, 
so yeah, I found it's actually uh, a really enjoyable. Well, not always really enjoyable. But the first time I was like, like I said, I genuinely was kind of emotionally drained after listening to it. But it's a really nice to hear a you know a proper indie record, really. And I agree. Um, and that's what I think about it. easy, easy listening, um, enjoyable listening. Uh, yeah, it's quite dark, as you say, but enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the darkness, the next album is called Darkness, and it's uh, by some American, some American people. I like it. Yes, we moved, we moved to America. Uh, and a second album from a uh, rock, rock band called Stitched Up Heart, um, which starts off all big rock yeah, drums and yeah. bass. Uh, and then it goes a bit evanescent sort of straight, straight, straight away, and particularly you get some bloke joining in on the, 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 first, uh, the first track. And I have to confess, in that particular moment, I was quite literally sighing out loud and within thinking, oh, God, this is going to be... Forgettable and a bit like all the other kind of cliched rock out there. And to be honest, the next track, uh, This Skin, didn't really make me feel like anything was going to change either. But then the third track kicked in, Problems, and I suddenly found myself kind of like nodding along and tapping my foot. And I think there's a middle part of this album where it, where it suddenly kind of kind of gets it right for what it's trying to do. So there's problems and then warrior straight jacket and dirty secrets in it in a row which i think are all pretty good kind of pop rock goodness really and i was quite happily kind of bopping along and going yeah this is all right it then goes a bit kind of hit and miss again as it goes goes towards towards the end although i think again i think the last two tracks crooked halo and my demon are not too bad um you know, they're not a band that, I don't, that are going to set anyone's world alight, I wouldn't have thought particularly, but I thought it was a pretty decent example of modern mainstream pop rock metal, really. It's enjoyable. I agree. For, for you, it was, did you say um, Problems? Um, yeah. And for me, it was Warrior. So around about the same point in the album. Um, it, it does, yeah, it begins very heavy. Rock! And uh, I completely agree with what you said there because it really does settle down around the fourth or fifth track with Warrior. You have that run of tracks through the middle of the album where it really does find its feet as an album. And then, again, towards the end, it's the theme on this podcast or maybe my listening, uh, there's a definite <laughs> shift in tone. Uh, it's, it gets, we get some much quieter tracks yes quieter songs as well before again it just picks up at the end with crooked halo and my demon um i, I found that it was a much better record the further it went on i have to admit at the beginning um although there's there is one other we haven't mentioned yet at the, at the beginning um i found it very oh gosh okay this is gonna this is gonna strap in this is gonna be loud but actually it wasn't yeah. at all um, I enjoyed it. I, again, I, you know, it's, it's not probably not one I return to, but I, it's fairly enjoyable, you know. Indeed. Uh, right. Uh, we now move on to the third album from uh, Brandy Clark, who has been a previous favorite on this podcast. We've reviewed both uh, 
previous albums, and indeed we have seen Mr. Clark live before as well. Um, so, third album was meant to come out uh, towards the end of last year and got delayed for various reasons. Has eventually seen the light of day now. Uh, so, what do we think about Your Life is a Record? I, I like it. <laughs> I know, I, I had this on, um, again, I've had this on a few times and around the house yeah. as well. You know, this is, a, this is um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, again, we, we've got, we like our country. Um, this is a, a solid uh, follow-up return from Randy Clark. And it was uh, 12 Reasons, wasn't it, the, the last one? That's the first one. Second one, second one was. Well, there was um, another in the middle, wasn't there? I was getting confused. Yeah, something in the small town. Something yeah. in the small town. Oh um, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And we've reviewed all. If Alison, if Alison was here, she would tell me. Yeah, she would tell us exactly. Um, no, you're absolutely right. That yeah, I did enjoy that record as well. Uh, clearly, I can remember. Um, now this is good. This is good. I mean, it's it's again stories of. You know, love, loss, <laughs> uh, cheating, the usual. cheating um, getting drunk, <laughs> um, poverty, but also, you know, being a singer. <laughs> yes. And, and I love, obviously, the, uh, the, the duet with Randy Newman as well. I have, I have to say, those are words I never thought I'd say, having uh, yeah. suffered enough of the Toy Story soundtracks over the years. Uh, <laughs> Yes, bigger boat. <laughs> exactly. But it actually worked, you know. <laughs> I, I quite like it. <laughs> so um, I was surprised when I heard that. Yeah. So what what's what's my um what's my what's my favourite? Um again, again, it it's it's sort of a earlier part of the album, great. Um uh Who Broke My Who Broke Whose Heart uh I, I particularly enjoyed. That was good. Mm-hmm. That's my highlight. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite that song as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think um, whilst this album probably didn't grab me immediately as much as probably the first two albums did, mm-hmm. um, I think it's definitely a grower, and I think there's also a, a, a continuing growing maturity in the kind of lyrics um obviously as we know from previously she's just write a good um funny lyric um yeah i particularly i particularly like the lyrics in long walk uh you know let's say so take a long walk off a really short pier take a cinder block with you as a souvenir i think it's it's just a brilliant couplet yeah um so stuff like that um also really like pawn shop you know that classic Randy Clark kind of storytelling thing about, you know, one person who's selling the wedding ring and the person selling the guitar, you know, both things they thought they'd never ever part with. Uh, and they end up in a pawn shop getting, getting uh, rid of them. And also, can we be strangers? I like the kind of sentiment of that whole kind of thing. Of, uh, yeah, we've all been in that kind of relationship where things have broken down and you actually kind of just wish you'd never even met the person um, you know, and I think in that that which is you know, um, you don't miss some place you've never been, some face that 
you ain't ever met. Mm. No, you don't have to remember what you ain't ever had to forget, which I think, if it again, is more or less great. Just, yeah, just great lyrics. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, three albums he's done in a row that are, that are good. So hats off to Brandy, friendly. Yeah, it's just good live too. Yes, and hopefully we'll get to see her live again at some point. Well, hopefully we'll get to see anything live. <laughs> well, this is true, yeah. I mean, including each other. <laughs> I'm say, yeah, including each other, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we end, um, uh, as you kind of alluded to earlier on, with some more loudness. Yes. Uh, and a vocalist, guitarist, and bassist uh, from South London. South London, mate. Um called Nova Twins um, and this is a band actually I've been aware of for a couple, couple of years and bizarrely I've almost suggested we go and see them a couple of times yeah. um, uh, and then it hasn't kind of yeah, timing hadn't worked out and I hadn't come out together and various, various other things because I heard one track of theirs about two years ago and I thought oh that's quite interesting um, and anyway um, this is yeah, how to start this um I found this album a breath of fresh air because because literally the opening bars of Vortex made me a smile and b turn up the volume. Yeah. Because um, literally they say they say in the song you're in the Vortex now flip the switch to the distorted sound and frankly I don't think true words have been spoken in the start of an album for a, a long time. Um, what follows is kind of forty minutes of something that like I just think you just have to play loud. It's, it's not an album that you can you know. Just play quiet. You need the volume. Um, and I think it's one of the most uh, entertaining debut albums that I've heard in a while. It rocks, kicks proper British arse rather than ass, and has a genuine energy that I've found lacking and missing from many an album of Indian rock that we've reviewed on this podcast over the last few years. Um, as you know, my heart belongs to loud guitars anyway, so it's... Um, <laughs> It's good that this delivers, and I think with the hats off to both the girls and uh, their producer Jim uh, Abyss, who who did I think he did the first Arctic Monkeys album, um, has also worked with Sabian and Adele and various other things. And I think he's managed to capture the kind of raw live energy of um, of the band. Um, I don't really have a favourite track particularly. I just you know the this is the album I've probably listened to the most in the podcast when I've been working in the, in, in the week when I've maybe, maybe it says a lot about it, how, my, how my working week has gone. I've just got to go, you know what? Like, Alexa. Yeah. Alexa play. Uh, I can't do that. She'll she try. She will try and do it. Oh, look, it works. All right. I didn't even, I didn't even finish the sentence. It could have went straight to it. Hey, okay. Alexa, stop. <laughs> That'd be copyright infringement. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pay the monies. We can't pay the monies. Yes, I, re- I, I really enjoyed this record. It was, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, some of the songs aren't brilliant or anything, but I thought overall the kind of just the pure energy and vibe of it made yeah. this a really, really enjoyable record. I agree. Um, it, it, it zipped by this one. Um, that sort of pace and energy and angry guitars and then the momentum behind it it just went and uh and I, I again 
as I said at the start of the pod, this particular podcast, anything that could be done within 30, 40 minutes was fantastic. Um, it, for me, I, it perhaps, I perhaps I haven't enjoyed this one as much as yourself, um, but that is not yeah. to take away anything that you've said for, around the sort of the, the power behind uh, an album such as this, because we've not had this power behind uh, any of the indie records that we've reviewed for some time. So that, that is to be, you know, welcome and celebrated. Um, I will give it, this is one of those that I will give another go. And uh, it, yeah, it, it just, yeah, it, it, as you say, just whipped by and uh, really enjoyed it. But maybe not as much as you, but I did like it. <laughs> okay, then. So the usual, the usual, the usual bit. Obviously, everyone should go out and listen by all these albums, of course. Um, or maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, or no, certainly listen don't, to them. Don't, don't go out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what am I saying? What are you saying? Well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> don't listen to him. Don't leave the house. <laughs> Ever. Um, favorite album? Um. I think it's Porridge Radio for me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's probably mm, probably toss up between Nova Twins and Mandy Moore. I think probably. Yeah. But but actually, uh, uh, a pretty decent podcast, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you didn't like the Boomtown Rats, but I like the Boomtown Rats album too. So yeah, something something for both of us. Indeed. Okay, so this is uh, good. Um, this seems to have worked. The thing is still showing its recording, so that's that's yeah. A, yeah good just like that. My end. Other other Obviously, I still have to get this from here into a format that can actually go into uh-huh. the podcast. But 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 the good thing about this is it actually does record both of our bits as separate files. So. Yeah. So basically, I can just turn you down altogether, and the action. And that's mix. it. And then you've got rid of me. Yeah. I was, I was wondering uh, how it would end. <laughs> you, were, you were there when I started. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. To be fair, we're all wondering how it's going to end, Pete. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh. Anyway, let's stop this. I, I will uh, give you give you a call in, through 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 other means. Uh, once I finish stopping this Let's recording. Well, as for everyone else, stay safe. And since it's worked, we'll probably see you again, you know? Yeah. It's easy, this. Yeah, easy. Don't have to come come to hear the green anymore. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, farewell. <laughs>